0: well, hello, Raw Feeders. I'm Dee, Dee Mercer Moffat, the CEO of Raw Dog Food and Company. Well, your pet's health is our business and we're friends. Don't let friends feed kibble. Well, how is everyone doing on this Tuesday? You're doing good, I hope. I hope that uh, you're becoming more and more confident Raw Feeders and that you were able to ask questions and uh, push back in areas where, you know... Things just may not be the best for your pup. Um, You know, I talk to a lot of pet parents out there, and um, obviously, obviously, um, with my company and several other other raw companies, there are a lot of dogs that eat raw food, but not as many as you would think. Because we're going to talk about that uh, in a little bit about uh, the industry. And uh, recalls and that sort of thing, and who's who's got the biggest recalls in the industry of pet food, um, which I think is is quite interesting. But nevertheless, when 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 I talk to pet parents, most of them say their dogs absolutely, completely, totally love raw food, um, and they can't wait, you know, to eat it. That's what we hear all the time. However, there are some dogs. Okay, there are some dogs that may not like raw food. They're few and far between. But if you have one of those dogs, we can usually pinpoint uh, what is going on. For instance, here's an example. If your dog has been a Zeewee Peak, a Zeewee Peak dog, okay, um, you want to take a look on the back of the bag. There's a lot of stuff in Zeewee Peak. Um, and... There are a lot of taste enhancers like parsley, apple, pomace, yeast, kelp, salt, mixed tocopherols. Okay. These are some of the things that are in there. Now, there's a lot of um, synthetics also in the Ziwi Peak product. But if you have a dog that's used to eating something like kibble or even one of these products that has a lot of taste enhancers, they may not know what to do with a pure raw diet meaning meat bones organ and fat all right the meat of the animal whether it's lamb turkey uh chicken pork uh duck any any of those and then those animals organs and those animals bones they may just not know what the heck that food is so we have a raw feeding cheat sheet in our learning center, and I think it would be worth your while to take a look at that um and and see what might be going on there. Okay. Usually we can figure it out. I I don't uh see any issues um in regards to cancer, kidney disease, um recovering from parvo any of that that a dog wouldn't eat a raw diet okay but i do want to say this and i think you guys heard this on the on the podcast when i was talking with neely a raw diet does include more than just organs and bone and it does include more than just meat uh it we really need a variety of organs we need a variety of different animals um their bones um, and, and some tripe, and maybe you do some of the fruits and veggie blends. So we do need a variety. I will say this, for the pet parents who are mostly worried about, are there any holes in my dog's diet? I would say that phytoplankton is one of my favorites. Uh, it's called Phytosynergy. It's phytoplankton. Uh, you could do that. I would also suggest that you throw in some omega-3s if you're not doing fish and and the omega-3s that we have are very clean, all right? There's some omega-3s out there that are cheap, just like there's some cheap CBD, there's some cheap MCT oil, um, but the Safe-C and the green-lipped muscle, um are, are potency potency and safe There's algae oil and green lip mussel oil. Those are fabulous as well, all right? All right. So get over to Raw Dog Food and Company and take a look at all of that. Now, I do want to talk to you a little bit today about what are the definitions of some of those ingredients if you're still maybe giving kibble along with the raw. And I know that some people do that. And um, I was asked today, what's, what's the best way to transition my dog? And I said, you know, cold turkey is best. Um, Yes, you can, you know, fast them. But if you feed them, let's say two times a day and you give them breakfast and then they don't eat dinner, you're pretty much giving them a fast overnight. Okay. And that's really enough. And then you can start, um, But I would just say, cut the kibble and go. And someone said, well, that seems very harsh. So I think I'm going to add the kibble to the raw as we're transitioning. And of course, our response is always going to be this. Okay, that's fine. But if you have poop problems, you have gut issues, you have vomiting, anything like that, you want to go ahead and pull that kibble out because it's sort of like you starting a paleo diet and continuing to eat cookies and donuts At the same time, yeah, probably not going to not going to be a good combo there. All right. So here's some ingredients, guys, that I want to talk to you about tonight. What is Animal Digest? You see that on the back of the bag. You got to wonder what the heck is Animal Digest? And Animal Digest is material from any species of animal or carcass or any animal part that has been partially processed through chemicals and water or hydrolysis. So Animal Digest uh, has a chemical compound to it. Now, Animal Digest does not include any hair, horn, or hooves. And honestly, I don't see that in too many things uh, as it is. But you know, everyone's always talking about AAFCO, and they think that AAFCO is really great, but I'm not sure I think they are because, you know, AAFCO, their definition of Animal Digest will allow it to be sourced from diseased and condemned animals. All right. So Animal Digest, if you want to know what it is, it has gone through a chemical process uh, and it can come from diseased animals and you may not even know which animal is in there well another one that's very common out there is animal byproduct or it may say beef byproduct lamb byproduct uh, but it will usually say animal byproduct meal so what is that well it's rendered and that means it's cooked prior to manufacturing uh, the ingredient so they're gonna cook that all right and the aAFco uh does allow um feces to be included okay so animal byproduct meal the aAFco uh yeah it 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 it, it allows slaughtered or non-slaughtered, I don't know how you do a non-slaughtered, but anyway, whole animal carcass or any part of that animal, and in the animal byproduct, you guys, they are going to include horns, hooves, hides, intestines, and uh, feces, yikes, Um, and so anyway, uh, that is what is going to be in your animal byproduct. That sounds yummy, doesn't it? Uh, our vets are out there and they really like that stuff, but I'm not sure they really know what's in there. <laughs> Good night of fried. Okay. What is fish meal? What is fish meal? Well, fish meal uh, is, well, it's not defined as any specific type of fish. Any fish actually is allowed in fish meal. Um But they dry it prior to manufacturing it. And actually, in fish meal, there's no restrictions or requirements on how the product is dried, And uh, the ingredients can contain whole fish or parts of the fish or a combination of both. Now, if they do specify what kind of fish is used, typically they're going to label that as, you know, let's say uh, Menhaden fish meal. All right. But one concern with fish meal is the common practice of ethoxyquin. Uh, And that's a chemical preservative that's used in the meal. And this particular, yeah, chemical preservative, shocker, is linked to cancer. Yeez. So if you see fish meal in your food, probably not something that we're gonna recommend and I don't think that you want chemicals in your pet food do you now? all right so I want to talk a little bit more about um <laughs> I want to talk about recalls all right I, I do want to talk about recalls and I think that that there is this perception. There's a perception that most recalls that are coming from the pet food industry are coming from the raw dog food industry. Now, I'm getting this information from Susan Thixton, who does write The Truth About Pet Food and has been doing it for a long time. But she has some great information on kibble, kibble, kibble pet food recall history. Over the last 10 years, this is over the last 10 years, you guys, according to the FDA enforcement report cards, and this is based on uh, pounds recalled, 66% of all recalled pet food in the past 10 years, 66% of all recalled pet food in the past 10 years was kibble. What are the most common causes of kibble recalls over the past 10 years? Well, Salmonella, Listeria, or E. coli. And 90 98 98 of all pathogenic bacteria recalls. That means bacteria that causes problems for your dogs. 98% of all pathogenic bacteria recalls over the past 10 years work for kibble pet foods kibble pet foods according to industry statistics kibble and dry pet food sales in the u.s are almost 60 percent of all pet food sales in 2021 and according to the fda enforcement reports more than 66 million pounds of kibble pet foods were recalled in 2021 66 million pounds and the leading cause was aflatoxin contamination aflatoxin contamination and in 2021 kibble pet foods were 98 percent of all pet foods recalled for pathogenic bacteria salmonella listeria or e coli 99% of all recalls based on pounds in 2021 were because of kibble were because of kibble so you tell me what in the world are pet food parents worried about with raw dog food what are they worried about you want to know what the what the recalls um well, let's just look at canned, okay? We're going to look at canned food and then we're going to look at raw. But canned pet food, okay? Um, 36% of all pet food sales in 2021 were coming out of the canned pet food and only 0.08% were recalled in 2021. Now, that sounds like a lot. One hundred and ninety. 000, almost 191,000 pounds of canned pet foods were recalled in 2021 and those were typically because of excess vitamin d excess vitamin d now we've had dogs die uh because of excess vitamin d now you don't get excess vitamin d at a real food folks you get it out of synthetic synthetic foods All right, let's talk about raw pet food because that is what we want to know about, right? That's what we want to know about. According to the industry statistics, refrigerated and frozen style pet food sales in the US were 4% of all food sales in 2021. 4%! That means 96% is not. 96% (laughs) 96% <laughs> is, is not uh, a part of what we sell. And yet the FDA is still always climbing up our sphincter to try to uh, cause, um, you know, issues for us. And And they say in this report that raw pet foods only had 1.2% of any pathogenic bacteria recalls. I will say this. Uh, that kibble foods were responsible for 98% of all pathogenic bacteria in that same time frame. So you have 1.2% versus 98%. So next time you go to the vet, maybe you want to quote these numbers that 98% of the recalls are from the foods that they sell. Uh, Seriously? Seriously, they're going to worry? They're going to worry about raw dog food when you have these type of statistics? Oh, but silly me, I forgot statistics don't matter, right? The truth about pet food just doesn't really matter, No, 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 a narrative. It's much better if we just make up stories and then we start fear-mongering and then we push people where we want them to be, not based on the fact that we want their dogs or cats to be healthy. No, no, no. It is based on a quota that we need. And if we have a quota, then we can have a nice fat paycheck. Forget the fact that dogs are getting cancer out the wazoo. And younger and younger. Not just the food, mind you. Not just the food. It's the other stuff that we talk about all the time. But I thought that these would give you some comfort. And these are numbers that you can quote. These are out there. These are documented numbers, guys. Documented numbers. That you've got 98% of the recalls based on problems with food coming from the kibble industry. Do we have a case here to feed raw? I would say we do. And uh, you guys, the AAFCO, I I think that they've passed a lot of things that none of us really want in our dog food. So why, why do you want a pure raw dog food to be AAFCO certified. I don't. I don't want that crap in my food. And um, we supersede that on a nutritional level. All right. Mm. All right. Well, get your dog on a species-appropriate diet. That doesn't mean kibble, guys. If you have your fears, everybody's still got fears about um, raw dog food, um, contact us. Let us know what they are. We can address them. If your dog is not eating the raw, we have the raw feeding cheat sheet right there in our learning center. Or you can ask us, be prepared for us to ask you a lot of questions so that we can get to the bottom of it. Because truly, uh, a carnivore should be loving the raw diet. All right? So we can figure that out. Get over to rawdogfoodandcompany.com where your pet's health is our business And where friends don't let friends feed kibble. We'll see you tomorrow with Dr. Judy JC everyone. Bye-bye. Oh, snap. Find out how you can start your dog on the road to health and longevity. Go to rawdogfoodandcompany.com, where friends don't let friends feed kibble and where your pet's health is our business. Just snap.